When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Sensemaker Hi, I'm Nimmo and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, why Bosnia is once again teetering on the edge of armed conflict and why the rest of the world could get drawn into it. It's been called Bosnia's deepest political crisis since the end of the war in 1995. The UN High Representative for Bosnia warned earlier this month the country was at risk of unraveling amid a resurgence of nationalist and separatist rhetoric. 26 years after the end of its bloody civil war, Bosnia is on the brink of breaking up. And if it does so, it could result not just in ethnic conflict, disastrous though that would be, but in a confrontation involving the world's major powers. Worried? We should be. Things have come to a boil because of things said by one of Bosnia's top politicians just a few weeks ago. The Republic of Srpska will control its own affairs in a legal, constitutional manner, including by having its own army, judiciary, fiscal administration, as well as intelligence and security agencies. We will re-establish all these institutions. That's Milorad Dodik. He's a Bosnian Serb and one of the country's leaders. And what he said could pave the way to the country splitting up. But before we get into what's happening now, it's worth understanding a bit about how we got here and how Bosnian politics actually works. Let me explain. Bosnia's political system is based on a power-sharing agreement between the three main ethnic groups in the country, the Bosnian or Bosniak Muslims, the Serbs and the Croats. In the 1990s, the Bosniaks and the Croats voted in favour of independence from Yugoslavia in a referendum that was boycotted by the Serbs. A civil war followed. The Serbs wanted to create a Bosnian Serb state and to get rid of the Muslims and the Croats living there. They besieged the capital, Sarajevo, occupied most of the country and killed thousands of Bosniaks and Croats. It was a brutal war lasting three years. Around 100,000 people died, Serbs, Croats and mostly Bosniaks. In one massacre at a town called Srebrenica, 8,000 Bosnian men and boys were murdered. But a peace deal called the Dayton Agreement brought an end to the fighting in 1995. And it was from that deal that Bosnia's political system emerged. But it's a system that's more than a little bit complicated. Cobbled together after the Bosnian wars of the 1990s, the country has three presidents, 14 governments and 136 different ministers. There are two main parts to Bosnia, the Federation of Bosnia and Herzegovina and the Republika Srpska. The Federation is dominated by the Bosniaks and Croats, the Republika by the Serbs. Each of the country's three ethnic groups gets its own president and, in theory, they work together on behalf of all Bosnians. Milorad Dodik is one of the presidents, the Serb one, and he has plans to make the Republika way more independent from the rest of Bosnia. 
He said he'd withdraw the region from a lot of the country's shared institutions. Specifically, he wants to set up its own army and police force, paid for by its own tax regime. It sounds a lot like secession. And in a state where politics and political tensions are heavily drawn along ethnic lines, this kind of rhetoric is divisive and dangerous. So is this just rhetoric from Milorad Dodik? Or could the situation evolve into all-out war? Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There have been some threatening moves from the Serbs in recent weeks. That's not actually the sound of fighting, although it sounds a lot like it. That gunfire comes from the Serb police force in a heavily militarised drill they carried out in October on a mountainside overlooking Sarajevo. The police claim they were just conducting an anti-terror exercise. But for citizens of Sarajevo, the sound of guns brought back a lot of traumatic memories. Because the location of the drill was one used by Serbs to shell the city in the civil war. To Bosniaks and Croats, the exercise was a naked act of intimidation. But what's fueled this aggression, and why now? First, there's the refusal by Serbs to recognise a law that makes it illegal to deny that what happened at Srebrenica was genocide. And then there's Russia's influence in the region. Milorad Dodik and Vladimir Putin are close allies, and analysts say that Russia, along with Serbia, has been goading Bosnian Serbs into separation. It suits Moscow because as long as these ethnic and political divisions remain, it'll stop the country from getting any closer to the EU and to NATO. And as long as Milorad Dodik stays in power, the Russians have a foothold. But that's not all. Muslim Bosniaks feel abandoned by the West and are turning to Turkey for support. Iran and the Gulf states are observing the situation too. Bosnian Croats, meanwhile, are looking towards Croatia, which, of course, is a member of the EU. And inevitably, eyes are turning to America. How relaxed is the White House about the roles being played in the region by Russia and other countries? You can understand why a commentator in the New York Times wrote this week, the fuse on the Balkans powder keg has been lit. It must be stamped out before the region and even Europe itself is engulfed in fire. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not share it with a friend? Today's story was written and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. 
all delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Hello, I'm Giles Wittell, Tortoise's deputy editor. On the News Meeting podcast, we try to make sense of what should be leading the news with three guests who each pitched the story they think matters most. And once a month, we record a live episode in our newsroom. The next one is on the 27th of March, and I'm going to be joined by the brilliant author and podcaster Elizabeth Day. To come to the event and tell us what you think should lead the news, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash book. That is tortoisemedia.com forward slash book.